Hey there, and welcome to the Two Mom Life Podcast, a show for moms like us balancing it all and ready to live an inspired and full life. I'm your host, Jody Freed, mom of four, Jewish community professional, and mother's empowerment coach. Motherhood is a journey, and on this podcast, inspired by Jewish thought, you will learn from other moms, receive practical advice, and loads of inspiration. Motherhood is messy and certainly not perfect. Here is to mom life, to finding your way, to finding perfect moments. Here is to you. Hey there, thank you for joining me on this episode of Two Mom Life, where we get to address all things mom and make motherhood just a little bit easier for every single one of us. Today's episode will resonate with many of you. I am talking with Dr. Azi Jankovic about motivation, reaching goals, getting unstuck, and as we like to put it, getting out of the goo. So many moms today, right now, are feeling just enmeshed in this like stuck mentality, right? It's almost like you're in this bucket of slime and trying to get out and it's just sticking to you, right? As you reach your arm up, it just sticks and it's not not coming off and you try to reach your leg to step out of this bucket of slime and it just comes with you. And we're in a time where there's so much going on, there's so much weighing on us that we might have goals, but we lack the motivation, right? Or those goals seem so far-fetched, like how can I ever even think about that and let myself go into that headspace because just the day-to-day requires so much time and energy. And, you know, there's so much just being exerted on getting through daily life. And so in today's conversation with Dr. Ozzy, we really delve into this and she leaves us with a really, really great practice to help everybody just reconnect and find that motivation once again. So thank you again for joining me. I'm really stoked about this episode. And of course, reach out to me, Jodi at loveadventuremom.com. If you have any thoughts, comments, or if you have a mentor that you think you would love to be featured on the podcast, I'd love to hear and um, enjoy. All right. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Wednesday Wisdom. I am thrilled to be here with Dr. Ozzy Jankovic. I hope I pronounced that right. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but she is just an incredible person, a speaker. She has a podcast, doctor, and she has just so much wisdom to share with us today. And the topic that we're going to be talking about is being stuck in the goo and how to reach your goals and stay motivated, which we were just talking before this, you know, in this time, especially it's sometimes 
uh, that it's so, so hard to even recognize all of that. So without any further ado, Dr. Ozzy, I'm going to turn it over to you. Please introduce yourself um, a little bit more. Feel free to elaborate, and then we will dive right in. Sure. Well, first of all, Jody, thank you so much for having me. I was thinking about your group today and the word empowered and how being here and really identifying with that word and identifying with what that means has so much potential in all of our lives when we when we tap into that. And I think right now it's especially important as we were speaking about just a few minutes ago because we're right now in this time where so many things have been taken away. So a quick bit about me is that I'm here live coming to you from Israel. I live in a small kibbutz between Jerusalem and Tel Aviv. I lived here for the past five years with my husband and our three kids. Now we have four. You can hear them before in the background right now, probably. <laughs> yeah. It's, okay. almost, it's almost his bedtime. So <laughs> I'm a busy mommy and my background's in education. I've been an educator for two decades now and more recently got into the coaching component of education. So that's what I do now. I coach one-on-one. -on -one. I have incredible mastermind groups and I love sharing Jewish wisdom. And over the course of my own spiritual journey, as well as my own wellness journey, I have found so much incredible overlap between the scientific research mm. and the Jewish wisdom that for me, that's really where the magic lies. And that's what I love to share with the world. So awesome. Well, that's so great. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to have you. So talk to us about this concept of being stuck in the goo. Like, what do you see that looking like for people? Sure. Well, I, I love the title that you created for this talk. <laughs> and I think it really speaks so much, at least when I hear, I'm curious to hear, you know, what the community thinks about the word and, and what's coming up for you. But I imagine someone sort of like walking through the tar pits, right? It's just okay. yeah. much harder to pick your feet up and move. And, and even if you know where you want to go, even if you see your goal, you have a vision in the distance, it just feels harder. Yeah. Than it could, than it should, if you're you're walking through the tar pits. Yeah. And I think oftentimes we can feel like that in our lives. And there's a really incredible explanation, both in science and in Judaism. Okay. So for me, what does it mean to be stuck? What does that feel like? Well, I'll tell you what, you know, our brains are wired, if you will, to be like Velcro for negativity, right? So mm. that negativity sticks, very sticky. Yeah. Um, to be like Teflon, to, to like repel positivity. Mm. Is that? So I'm sure that we're surrounded by a lot of really positive people. You're positive. I'm positive. We all have positive positivity within us and we can be trying, we can try to be positive at yeah. the same time. Our brains for our survival and for our protection, which is a good thing. Our brains are wired to scan the world for threats, uh, to look around and keep us safe. So what does that look like for us, right? We're here because we as human beings have been created with so much wisdom by our creator to keep us alive. Yeah. And part of keeping us alive is looking around and figuring out what's wrong with this situation. What do I need to steer clear of? 
What are the threats around me? And as much as we have evolved as humans, we still have this mechanism. Yeah. So so for me, that's really what it is, this just being stuck in the goo. I look at it as a good thing because if we can recognize that the wisdom within us is really trying to keep us safe, keep us alive, then we can go somewhere with that. Yeah, I love that. And I think that it's so true. It sometimes takes so much more energy for us to recognize the positive that, you know, it's very easy to be consumed with the negative. And so it takes very conscious thought and practice to really focus on the positive and get ourselves into into that space. So I, I love your um, explanation of that. And, you know, now we're in such a trying time for so many of us, people are losing jobs, people are people close to us or close to people we know, unfortunately, are, are ill. And it's just, you know, we're home, our kids are home. It's, it's just really, really difficult. And sometimes it's all that we can do to just put one foot in front of the other. And thinking about our bigger goals and things that we want to achieve, it becomes so easy to lose sight of all of that because it seems like it doesn't even matter. Um, so what do, what does it take? How can we kind of do more than just put that one foot in front of the other and actually work toward our goals and stay motivated, even being in this, it is like a very negative place, a very negative space that we're in right yeah. now. Yeah, I think that 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 life is a buffet. Life is a buffet. And no matter what's going on in the world, right? Our ancestors have been through difficult times, mm-hmm. right? This isn't the first. This is a really challenging time. I mean, today in the news, what we just heard about Lebanon, it's heart-wrenching. Like there are real tragedies going on in the world. And I think that if we're going to be honest with ourselves, we need to make a space for sadness. Mm-hmm. We need to make a space for mourning, just like in Judaism and in a Jewish life, we make a time and we make a space to mourn, to grieve, to be with what is difficult, right? Life is not going to be sipping lemonade and putting our feet up by the pool. Like that's not, that's not what we're looking for here. So what I'm hearing from you is essentially like, how do we, how do we survive through this, this challenge and then kind of keep the big picture in mind, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because just the the day to day has become so important. And, you know, what am I going to do with my kids? What are they going to eat? What's for dinner? (laughs) It even seems sometimes like cooking three meals in a day or like having three meals for our kids is what we can handle. So exactly. How do we keep that bigger picture? And a lot of us in this group are here because we have goals, we have a bigger vision. Someone wants to write a book, you know, people want to start businesses, people want to, you know, be on their way to being stay at home moms, like, you know, or Mm -hmm. advance their careers. People do have goals and dreams. Right. Yeah. 100%. 100%. So I think there's, there's so much here. I, you know, I have a lot to share, a lot to say. And I think what we can do is we can start looking at ourselves in, in a certain light, okay? So we can look at how we are when we are in stress mode. There's like, there's literally a mode that we can be in where we're operating from the lower part of our brain when we're feeling stressed. And then we have the more evolved parts of our brains, which allow us to imagine and envision and plan and make goals. And sometimes it's hard to act right. 
So you can imagine that if you were dropped off in the middle of a jungle that you were unfamiliar with, you didn't know what to expect, you didn't know, you know, what was coming at you in any given moment, you yeah. wouldn't necessarily be planning your, you know, you wouldn't be looking at your five-year goals. It, it just wouldn't be the time. So I think that if we can acknowledge that we're in a, in many of many people right now are in a crisis situation. This is different. This will pass, but it, it feels intense right now. It feels unfamiliar. And mm -hmm. if we fight that, if we, if imagine again, you're in this unfamiliar jungle and we're fighting it, we're fighting the fact that we're stressed and we're fighting the fact that we're not able to be making these, you know, uh, five-year plans and working and working on our book and, and doing all the things that we can't do. We're so focused on what we can't do. What does that do for our capacity to feel mm -hmm. empowered? What well, is I think it breaks it down because then we get into this again, negative talk about how I can't, I can't, I'm not. So we can't fight darkness with darkness. We can only really turn on a light. That's it. Mm. And I think that if we can pause for a moment and remember that so many parts of our lives today were our dreams of yesterday. Dreams. I mean, how many, and and, and I'm not gonna, I'm not saying that this is necessarily gonna help us in our difficult moments, but but I think it's important for us to stop and remember sure that many women here you you dreamed we you dreamed of being a mom dreamed of being married dreamed of whatever it was your first car or your first job or your first you name it and i think that if we could all pause right now and look at our lives look at our day look at your morning look what you've already done for your family look at how you've shown up and you've served your family mm. in these seemingly small ways, but they're not small. They're not small at all. You know, our homes and our families are really the center of our spiritual lives. And, you know, we hear this idea. We hear this idea that in Judaism, our homes are like the, the small mikdash, yeah. the small temple. And I think if we can acknowledge the challenge and acknowledge what we're doing and to think more expansively, even about the day-to-day, -day, even about, you know, what we're doing on a daily basis. I find myself caught up in it, my, you know, caught up in it. I have all my kids home now in August. Yeah. Even my young one doesn't have school and we have choices. It's like in the middle of the day, we can get really overwhelmed. We can re feel really stressed, like we're really not accomplishing anything, or we can take small moments and yeah. we can tune in and, I think it's in those small moments that the shift is is really possible to, to move out of stress, whether it's a moment of connecting to your breath or mm -hmm. a moment of self-care. Before I let you continue, I just want to highlight one thing that you said just a few short moments ago, which I think I think we overlook a lot. At least I find myself overlooking it. And that is to recognize all the goals and the dreams that you once had that you've now accomplished. And a couple of the things that you mentioned were being a mom, becoming a mom, getting married, you know, um, so many of these things that we just look at sometimes as life. It's like life's natural trajectory, but we're actually such big things for us that we wanted to accomplish way back when. 
and sometimes not even so far back, you know? So I just wanted to really, really highlight that because I think it's something that so often we forget about. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's huge. I think that, you know, we, we can spend a lot of time looking outside of ourselves, thinking that there's going to be some accomplishment that's going to bring us joy or happiness, some person, some milestone, some achievement, some title, something out there. But until we come inside of ourselves and until we live from within and, and, and really acknowledge ourselves, like if we want to, do you want to feel acknowledged? You need to acknowledge yourself. Mm. acknowledge ourselves there's no one else who's going to show up and do it for us I mean it it might happen we might get some accolades from clients or on social media or maybe from our kids like you know it, it it can definitely happen but I think that in the deepest way it needs to happen from within from us how do you have any do you have any tips on like one or two exercises or things that we can do to acknowledge ourselves? Absolutely. So I actually have a journal called the Growing Kindness Journal. Okay. It's on Amazon and I'll tell you what it is and I'll I'll share the practice with you. You can do it on your phone. You can do it on paper. You can do it anywhere. Okay. Essentially, it's this very idea of acknowledging yourself. And I discovered this practice by accident when I was recovering from really serious depression in the year 2013. So about seven years ago. And I was in recovery and I I had a conversation with someone who essentially pointed out to me in that moment that I hadn't done anything wrong. I hadn't caused the depression. I hadn't caused the illness. It was something that I was going through. And in, in her telling me that, in my hearing that, I felt for the first time in many months, this real embrace of kindness, of love, of compassion. And I knew that it was one of those moments where if I were to stop and if I were to tap into its power and figure out what's the recipe here, what is it about this moment? What is it about this idea that I didn't do anything wrong? Why is that so powerful? Mm. So I spent some time trying to understand, right? According to psychology, according to spirituality, what was it? What is it about that idea that helped me feel better. It it opened my eyes for the first time in months. Hmm. And what I discovered that I think is really applicable and important for everyone who's listening and, and, you know, for, for everyone in the world, for all of us, this is really a universal idea that we as human beings want to serve Hmm. an impact. We want to live in kindness. We want to give, we want to love. We want to do right by that which has created us and mm. that which is sustaining us. And, you know, we, we spoke about negativity and how easy it is to be negative, be hard on ourselves. Well, I believe that that is really the power of the Yitzhahara. The power of the Yitzhahara is to sway us to the side of a self-doubt, to push mm. us off course when we're on mission, to push us off course and to, to ask us those those questions, who do you think you are? And look at all the, the mistakes you're making. Look at where you're not showing up in life. And that's where it, the pause becomes so important, Jody, to really stop and to start acknowledging, wait a second. Okay, I hear you over there, but yeah, on time, I got my kids out the door. I made breakfast. I managed to say some blessings. Yeah. And I mean, you know, let's give ourselves some credit and let's 
speak up against that voice of doubt because your light is too important for this world to miss out on. Mm -hmm. And so this practice, really what it is, what I, what I created for myself and what I came up with was this notion that if I were to pause every day and just write down a few things that I did to serve, acts of service, that perhaps that would give me the energy and the sustenance and, and, and turn my attention onto what I want to grow, which is my ability to serve in this world. And so you know, Jody, I still have it over here on my phone. It's in my notes. I started writing down in the notes. And on the first day, it was like seven years ago, February, I wrote, got out of bed when I really didn't want to. Okay. Yay. When? <laughs> and then it was like, I cleaned, uh, I cleaned a cabinet. I cleaned a drawer in the kitchen. Wow. And within a few months, I was like, I was back in school, finishing my doctorate. I was volunteering in juvenile hall. I was, you know, like it really gave me so much strength because for the first time I was noticing myself. Wow. Yeah. It's huge. And it, it, it's so huge and it sounds so simple, but I'm everyone who's listening, everyone who's hearing me right now, try it, do it. And you're going to be amazed. Yeah. That's beautiful. And it sounds like it, it just took you a matter of a few months to go from, you know, like so down and, you know, just like turned off in a way to going going back to school and accomplishing much bigger things and i think all of us no matter what our path no matter what our trajectory you know we have that ability and you know if you're here here you can get to here and you can always you know rise to the next level i think that's just so beautiful thank you for sharing that that story and I want to just say one more thing that when you do it, when you write it down, it's really important to be specific about something okay. you did, not just like, oh, I was, I was nice to my kids this morning, but really like, what, what exactly did you say? Mm. Or what exactly did you do? Did you, you know, make a sandwich? And like, it's clear mm -hmm. as you can be, it's really evidence mm -hmm. because it's, what we're doing is we're really retraining our ability to notice where we are showing up in life yeah. and we might think we're here when in actuality we are you know in a much higher place yeah yeah beautiful 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 i absolutely love that um so before we close up today i'm so curious do you have any other last pieces of advice that you want to share with us last piece of pieces of advice that's a really good question i think just keep showing up for yourself, whatever that means for you. Keep acknowledging yourself what you are doing, what you are capable, where you do have power. You know, it's so easy to forget how much power we have when yeah. there are like restrictions and limitations and all this newness around us. But I think if we can just shift our focus, shift your focus on what you can control, really connect however you can to the environment that you're in. I have tons of like meditations for this and practices, but, but whatever you can do to bring yourself back to the here and now and stay calm because it's in that place of calm where we can think creatively, think outside the box and really be open to the possibilities, the infinite possibilities that we have right now in this moment. Thank you. Wow. Beautiful. Um, can you please let everybody know where they can find you sure. and, you know, what, if you have any 
any gift or anything that you'd like to share with us and of course oh. all the links below this video um for people watching live and watching the replay if you're watching the replay you know feel free to say hi post your questions we will definitely get back to them yeah, um, definitely post your question and tell us one thing you're doing today acknowledge yourself for one thing i'd love to hear mm -hmm. them see them i have my clients text them to me sometimes oh, i love i love this process so much so you know you can really find me on my website you'll get all my social links and if you sign up on my site, you'll get one monthly digest with the takeaways, best takeaways from the Within Us podcast and highlights from all my talks and, and really just a rundown of news and resources that you can use. So my website is drozzy.co. Great. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Really special. Yeah, so special. And everybody, thanks for tuning in. We will see you next time. All right. Bye. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to the Two Mom Life podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please remember to rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to learn more about me and my work helping moms feel filled and in balance or helping moms integrate family adventures, big and small, into mom life or to explore how we can work together, visit my website, loveadventuremom.com or find me on Facebook and Instagram at the handle loveadventuremom. Till next time, l'chaim to life.